Raisin Man Arena. Raise your fist for Raisin Man Arena. Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Welcome. 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 <sighs> Raisin Nation. Welcome. We got a nice guest with Thanks. us tonight. It's our good friend, Ian Faria. Thanks for having me, Raisin Nation. You're our first live in-person guest we've ever had. You keep going, man. You hold it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of riff on that. Vaxed, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Ian's fully vaxxed. I'm half. Sarah's half vaxxed. Yeah. And me and Sam... It's just a dream at this point. Yep. But it's coming soon. Yeah. We're thinking we're going to lie and just get the vax. That's the move. Yeah. Oh, look, Hot Steps, is, Hot Steps is usually a huge Will fan, has been quick to just transfer that enthusiasm to Ian. That's awesome. It's well, true. Nice. Do you think Hot Stepsis is a person that we know? No, been yeah. definitely not. Alias the are, whole I time. Friend. I really, so Hot Stepsis found us by random on Twitch. Uh, what was it? Uh, like three months ago and has watched every single one since. So I'm kind of curious what... Our truest, most organic fan. Yeah. Or, you know, fan or, or just listener, member of the nation, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of curious what this, like, is touching for them. First time not listening to I the- can't wait when hmm. COVID's over and I can just grab a beer with hot stepsis. I, you yes. know, just like old <laughs> times. Absolutely. Yeah, just like... The same thing, yeah. Just like two veterans after World War One meeting yep. up in a bar. Yep. Mm. Well... I was going to say this. I, I'm glad that Ian's the guest that we have because uh, he's a white boy. And I, I want to talk about, you know, given if it is a white boy summer this mm. summer, are you? how do you guys feel about that? Let's just take for a fact that it is a white boy summer. Yes, we take it for That's oh, state one, state, state zero. Yes. Uh, how do you feel? That, and then you're like excited for that or you, that makes you scared? <laughs> Anyone can react. Sam? Well, I think you have the strongest reaction, so. Well, when I saw it, it made me, I started vibrating. I started, it pulled me, it pulled me out of a, of a month's, of a month's long depression. <laughs> and it's not even necessarily because I need it to be like, I mean, obviously the fact that it's a summer for me, I love that. But whenever someone declares that it's something summer, that just means the summer's begun. So, you know, it, it can be hot girl summer. It can be, um, COVID summer. Just as, so, as soon as someone declares it, it label the summer we, give us something we have a program yes we it's have like an improv program. show you know you just give us any word yes and we'll start it and on top of it it's a white boy summer i mean man i've been waiting to get my due for a minute we've, so i'm really happy about this yes we've had we've it's about time that we had our own summer i'd say last last time it was uh the summer of love 1968 that was the last white boy summer. Yeah, yeah it's also right. kind of a white boy summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the video of Chet Hanks uh, speaking in an accent, and so I've yet. I, I think when I see that, then I'll know how I feel. Wait, have you seen the video the white... of Chet Hanks saying that it's white boy summer? Yes, though? I've seen the, oh, that okay. video, but I think that <laughs> is contextualized by the one that apparently went semi-viral before that, where he's speaking in an accent. To me, those two are inexplicably linked. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, well, Chet Hanks has like kind of a white rapper vibe. So I think that he thinks I can speak patois at the uh, Golden Globes. That's what Sabina's saying in the chat. Oh, is that the Golden Globes? Yes. Do you just want to watch it? Should we? Yeah. Why not? It takes two seconds. Oh, it's one of the first suggestions to come up. I haven't yeah. seen it either. And there's a rule of the podcast where if you name a piece of media, Flip has to bring it up and show oh, yeah. it to people. The and f- then I'm also interested in the chat. Sabina saying, I'm trying to get hot bestie summer going. What's a, what would hot bestie summer be? That's all about like spotlighting and hyping up your hot best friend or well, yeah. And just what, what would that be like? I don't know. Wait, let me just, uh, let me just put this guy up on the screen. Watching a vid. 
They always have some commentary. You can't just watch it straight up. Oh, wait. It's on two. It's, <laughs> let's watch it on two times speed. <laughs> All right, so that's the people. Wow. <laughs> Sense no, we can sure. watch it right He seems like speed. he's being embraced in that video, which it's, is great to yes. great to see, you know. No, he's well. Is the consensus just that he's a harmless, bumbling buffoon? Is that how everyone feels, or are people angry? I think so. Well, I think you have to give some degree of leeway to a person, the children of the famous and wealthy, you know? And it's like... Do you? Yeah, it's like, oh, he doesn't know any butter. He doesn't... (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. He can do whatever he wants sexually. He can treat people however he wants. And you you have to give him that space. Um, no, it's cause it's like, they don't, they don't live by the same rules that we do. So it's great. And I think people see Chet Hanks and it's like when you live in a small apartment, but you buy a dog that you can let run outside and you kind of live vicariously through your dog. When it runs around in the park, you feel free. That's what people feel like when they see Chet Hanks. They're like, this person's living free. This person has no filters. I wish I could go on the Golden Globes and speak Patois. And so he kind of stands in for everything that we wish we could do. Yes. He's he's totally just he has none of the like preconceptions or limitations of society. He's what Fanon calls the liberated being. Correct. <laughs> yes, I'm sure Franz Fanon would be a big cheerleader of uh, Chet Hanks speaking patois. On the audio record I want that I don't want to I don't want to go on the Golden Globes and speak patois. And that Felipe speaking for himself. <laughs> no, no, I'm speaking for all people. We would, we would all love to go on the Golden Globes and speak patois. Uh, it would be so funny if, like, 30 years from now, let's say we're like famous comedians, let's say. and then okay, someone, let's, yeah. someone let's tries dream. to cancel Felipe and I. And and the Raisin Man podcast, and they go back and they're listening through everything, and like everything you hear, the like they pull a sound clip of like all the fucked up stuff Felipe and I have said, and then you always hear Sarah like in the background be like, and by the way, I don't support that. Yeah, <laughs> and she just has like a she has like a bulletproof yeah. record. She's like. dancing around the windows. bro. If we're still doing Raisin Man in fifteen years, we did not become famous comedians. <laughs> No. That's funny. I have thought about like, what if we did something become famous? We would have to hire a young person to go back and listen to all the hours and scrub uh, the content. Yeah. And not that anything has ever been said that I can think of that's fucked up, but we don't. You, you know. don't know. You don't hear the bullet that hits you. We've always said that on this podcast. Yes. You don't hear the bullet that hits you. <laughs> and sometimes it's the shot heard around the world. Correct. Yes. The British are coming. The British are coming, yes. they said. Yes. Yeah. Um, Seth, Seth, said that, Seth said that Felipe is always saying patois, and I just want to say that I heard patois for the first time last night when Felipe said it in a conversation, <laughs> and I, I had to quickly catch on to what he was referencing. It's a beautiful word, but let me ask you guys this. How do you feel about the white boy summer? Why am I? I don't want to be the only one going on record. When I hear that, I feel scared. Scared, yeah. sure. Yeah, we're not we're not used to hearing that in a positive kind of. No, no. So that got it got me a little stressed picturing what that would be like, and 
Uh, I didn't know the names. I don't know John B. I don't know Jack Harlow, but I was like, I don't think I'm gonna like them when I when I even though you have so many white boys and so many wonderful white boys in your life, it's who you are rooting for, and you're hoping that they have the best summers of their lives. I that's true. That's true. But yeah, I guess I don't understand what you know what it would mean that we're sort of centering the white boys having a great summer, where mm. that leaves everybody else. Yeah, after after last summer, like it's all it's contextualized too. Yes, it's not like this summer exists in a vacuum. It's a reaction. Yeah, and I thought the hot girl summer lifted everybody up. Right? No, it like, didn't lift me up. But but hot girls having fun that didn't. You know, you don't think that had a trickle down effect? Sure, but because I did it, but because of the empathy of my heart, which you could have for the white boys that are about to go crazy <laughs> as hell this summer. I'm, imagine hot girl summer, but it's safer hmm. and funner, huh. and uh, and and everyone feels included. And everyone. <laughs> the most disparaged subsection of exactly. our society is being lifted exactly. up. So when so you, you, right, exactly. You up. lift up the most the, the most downtrodden. And yeah. when they f- rise, all boats rise. Yeah. I think that how could we not have a white boy summer after after the greatest white boy in history brought us the vaccine? I'm talking about Joe Biden. Mm. He did it big for the USA. And we have to celebrate that. That's true. We have to celebrate that. I, I, it was funny the day that the video came out. Felipe was like, "Did you see what Chet Hanks posted?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "You should watch the video I sent you." And then he like let, went back into his room, and then he came out three minutes later and was like, "I'll just show it to you." Uh, and then he like saw it, and he's like, "I've watched this video fifty times." <laughs> it's like it really did unlock something in yeah. Felipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there it is. What about you, Ian? How do you feel? Now that I've seen the Patois video? Yeah. <laughs> um, or in general. Imagine, even if you hadn't seen it. It made me giddy seeing it because he's clearly a funny guy. Yeah. Like he, he, and I don't know how self-aware he is, but the mystery of that almost makes it more exciting. Totally. I think that's, um, that's part of the formula of why it's so viral. Yeah. Definitely. And even the second video, it seems like he's kind of in, in on the joke, but not entirely clear where mm-hmm. where the fiction and nonfiction blur in his brain you know what i'm saying that's what's so beautiful he's just a beautiful fool yes and it's non it's like he's not um being overly prescriptive or dialing something in for us we're left with so many more questions you know than answers well he ends the video with an open request he goes let me know if you guys can vibe with that yeah so we answer yes. we can answer do yes. we vibe with that yes. or do we not that's true yeah and I feel nervous, but I'm waiting to see, you know, what comes in, in the planning and the preparation. Well, Ian, many times by close friends of ours, has been mistaken as non-white. Yeah, that happened <laughs> so, one time. It happened so one time want to six talk or about seven that? years ago. And, <laughs> Sam, and we, we like to bring that up as a... You know, our, our, this was early, early on in Simple Town's development. I don't even know if I was in Simple Town at that point, but our friend Jay Mamana was like, mm-hmm. we were talking about, I don't know, the races of every member of Simple Town. I don't know why it came up. That's an easy. <laughs> you were checking in, you were having a check in. <laughs> but Jay was like, well, of course, you know, there's Ian, right? And we were like. <laughs> Just saying that is the funniest part. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. But then we corrected him. And then I think another funny moment in Simple Town's uh, life was one time we were meeting with this guy uh, that we had met at a, um, he was like a he was like an industry person essentially to truncate the story, and he like we were sad. All of us were around a lunch table, and he was like, "By the," he was asking us questions about our ambitions, and then he was like, "By the way, do 
would any of you identify as non-white? <laughs> and there was like a dead silence as we all looked at each other. <laughs> what? Which, which guy was that? What meeting was that? It was with, I can say his you first name. His name was Jason. His name was, was J- Jason. Oh, okay, okay. Remember Jason? We, we met at that like german like, like black tacky, forest tacky like ass yeah. german restaurant yeah have you been to it's it the said, it's the one who said we're young dumb and full of cum yes correct simple town yeah yes <laughs> no, no wait why wait why why did he say that that used to be like a catchphrase on twitter oh, to like oh. Give you, you guys' angle and like what you should be kind of working with yeah yeah our tone what our tone should be (laughs) yep bro i'm i'm empty i mean i've been empty to come with the the, in the year since we last saw him huh because you've been having so much sex (laughs) no i guess i'm saying you know i just i don't i guess what i'm trying to say is the promise that we felt that day is not the same promise that we feel today Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah anyways um, you guys see a Suez Canal thing? What the heck's going on? What the Somebody, heck is going what the, on? Some, somebody needs to get fired. I mean, yeah. what the heck and is this, I'm going on? on three packages this week. I ordered a little pair of shorts. I ordered a shirt. And I ordered I ordered two shirts. And if any of them are in the, stuck in the Suez Canal, I'm going to be pissed. Because <laughs> I heard there's going to be global delays in delivery. My mom, bu- yeah, my mom bought me some nice wide jeans. And I'm waiting. If they're stuck in the Suez Canal... That sucks. Bro. Yeah. They got to get some sort of person down there to extract just those, I think. Like a SEAL, like SEAL Team 6 or yeah. something to just yes. go in and grab the pants. Yes. A SEAL Team 6 probably for every one of Sarah's items. <laughs> I realized that I, when I was reading about it that I hadn't thought about the Suez Canal since high school. Mm-hmm. It's a real high school canal. It's yes. like the, ca- it's, yeah. <laughs> totally. You go, you you go there with your friends, and you drink beer, and you tube it. Yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> Just tubing at the Suez. <laughs> yeah, you get high. But I don't know if I, uh, I said this to Felipe earlier this week, but whoever controls the Suez controls the jewel of the Middle East. Mm. <laughs> you like the Silk Road? That's where the spice trade is happening. Exactly. <laughs> All the spices. Exactly. Um, Annabelle says, did you see the drawings of the canal blocking boat as a lady with a fat ass? I didn't see that. That was another internet thing that made me just pulsate with summer energy. Whoa, can I, did you can see, we it? see that? No, pull that up. Wait, fuck. I, that's going to take me a minute. Let's bring it up. Let's wow. see. Let's see uh, if I can find thick it. Thick and embarrassed. Thick and embarrassed is hot. Suez Canal. That's a part of it, right? Fetish. Um, yeah, the Suez Canal thing reminds me of the question of like, if, if God is all powerful, can He make a rock so big that He can't pick it up? Like, man has made a boat so big that we can't get it unstuck from the canal that we made. It just is really staggering to imagine. Yeah, but when you we but, built that boat, great point. But yeah. when you see when you see the boat, it's like, oh, this could go right through. It's because it's thin. It's like a French fry. It's just a sideways French fry. And it's like, who was turning? You see the canal. It's long. Who has started to make the turn to get it? Right. Someone needs to get fired. Oh, geez, Louise. Let me see. Well, let's. We don't know their story. Yeah, someone made a point on Twitter about. Yeah, give me that one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone made a. Someone made a point about that they should go around the southern tip of Africa or something and that also brought me back that brought me back to some high school level geography yeah Magellan historic routes um started thinking about the pyramids a little bit yes 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 here's a question I found myself contemplating last night which ocean is bigger a the Atlantic Ocean b the Pacific Ocean it's b almost certainly b 
I would say B. How do you know? Because I went to, to freaking high school. And I know. <laughs> Wait, I, which one is? I saw the, the Pacific map. is bigger. But if you, but they're like they're they're not really divided by anything. So this is a drawing, by the way. Wow. Ah. Uh, huh. Oh wow. And this gave you an exciting summer energy. Yeah. You know what why? Did this unlock for you, Flupe? Because it's such <laughs> a funny. It's so clear instantly what kind of fetish art this is, and it's so funny that they thought of making the Suez Canal into this, like this, the fetish of the, you know. This is the this is not the right. <laughs> it's not even the yeah. one. <laughs> no, this is absolutely no, the yeah, one. This, this is, is not the one. Yeah, you. This is just like. No, I didn't draw this. I didn't draw this. <laughs> Wait, oh, what is that? Wait, Felipe, can you zoom into the corner there? It says made by no, Felipe No, it does not say <laughs> made by. <laughs> It does not. It has a link to your <laughs> your uh, link tree in your Vimeo. Yeah, your imager. No, it yeah. doesn't have a link to my imager. I don't even have that. <laughs> or my link tree. Um, Annabelle, send the right drawing. But it is similar, right? It's by the same artist? I didn't draw this, okay? Huh. And you better take that back before but your this, podcast this ends. This got you excited. <laughs> yes, excited. because it's funny. Yeah. And even if I was turned on by it, what of it? <laughs> what would be the problem? Um... This is kind of a DeviantArt piece. Yeah. They're going around the horn again, says Hot Steps. Says, I love that. Go, go taking around the horn. I, Felipe, I think that that image, if you find that image exciting, it 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 reveals a dark psyche. I think. Because really? she's stuck? Yes. She's crying and Aww. it's, 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 um. But it's personifying how the Suez Canal boat feels. <laughs> so I actually feel empathy for her. She's so shiny. She's so shiny. She was shiny. Let's go back to the drawing. We're not done talking oh, about it. Still it's still up there. Felipe, have you ever drawn a f like a photo or of? <laughs> um, have you ever drawn something to just because you were like horny, like you wanted to make your own porn? Um, I think. Maybe I have tried, but I always get self-conscious and I feel like it's lame and I stop doing it. Really? I've drawn, oh. it is stupid. Huh. I've, I have drawn like sexual things, but I don't think I've ever gotten like horny with them or anything like mm. that. Hmm. That's our crumb. That's what our crumb does. Yeah. Well, Ian and Felipe bo both went to RISD, which is kind of like the Harvard of art schools, I've been told. Is that right? <laughs> I'm not you're asking the wrong guy <laughs> and and I okay. and in it you're famously you have to draw a bike in order to get in to the school is that like, right yeah everyone has to draw a bike that was the case until recently they, they retired the bike drawing yes which is strange because it was such a like a famous assignment mm. I don't know why they That's retired funny, it because it's complicated I can't even picture a bike in my mind right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly no idea <laughs> imagine Sarah imagine the handlebars right that's hard enough yeah and then you pan your mind pans down right and there's just tons of gears below. I can't. You can't even well, think about what that looks like. Good and they're like, we'll let you pay four thousand a year to go. All right, wow. the gears look good. Well, yeah. that's that's the that's the sort of thing about the bike drawing is that level one bike drawing is what everybody does, which is like that kind of graphite drawing of a bike that's like yeah. super detailed and like close up. But then level two is all the stories you hear of someone who just drew like a stick figure bike and got in. Yeah. Do you have any good stories of that? Uh, well, I did. I my I could tell you my drawing, which was sort of in between because I was not a good uh, or like a realistic renderer, and uh, it's 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 very cringy. Like the thing I chose to draw has not aged well. Describe it. Um, I I tried to really play on like being creative, 
like my angle is that I'm going to be witty, even though I can't draw super well. I'm going to sort of outsmart. Which you are. Um, you are witty. And I, uh, so what did I do? Oh, I, so I played your drew, strengths. So I drew a bicyclist <laughs> from above. I drew an aerial view of a bicyclist, like a guy with a helmet biking in the middle of nowhere. And then I had him lit in such a way that the light was casting his shadow across the whole page. So truly, his page was the or his shadow was the center of the image. Mm. And his shadow, he is not wearing a bike helmet or dressed normally. He is wearing a top hat and, and little coattails. Holy and the crap. name of the drawing, the gentleman bicyclist. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Wow, like a little steampunk they concept. They let me in and my SAT wasn't even that good. Wow. They, <laughs> they, 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 went, wow. they went, huh, the gentleman bicyclist. What was wow. they said audibly wow. in the room. Wait, so you send in just your SAT score and you're drawing of a bike? And <laughs> they had the gentleman bicyclist up on the wall and they were like looking at it. Get me, make me 20,000 copies of the gentleman bicyclist. <laughs> I, wish, I, wish I so want bad. it in the admissions handbook. I would love if we, I wish I had it so that we could see it compared to Felipe's because it would be absolutely hilarious for anyone to see what I drew what was, I'm curious, compared to what you drew, dude. I do want to show what I drew, but what was the, uh, what was the like bulk of your, what was the bulk of your um, portfolio? I think the thing that got me in genuinely was that I, um, I used to make music on GarageBand a lot in high school and I would make little music videos for myself where I would edit together like B movies that were public domain that I could I could just find on the internet and I would make like little cinematic music videos. Oh shit! Wait, are those online or anything? I'd love to see that. If they are, I I don't I couldn't even I fuck. Even sure I could find them, but mm. I think that to them that was like, oh, this kid's like spending a lot of time alone. You know, <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. he needs uh, an outlet. And it's interesting references. B movie, public domain, it's kind of creative. Yeah, I think it is creative. Mm. The gentleman bicyclist. B movies. So I'm seeing a picture That's coming so together. <laughs> it's a what a strange wow. mind. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm looking at Felipe's picture. I it's, didn't even think you could draw this. I think this, like a robot. Well, what, what Felipe it. drew? So what Felipe <laughs> drew is. Wait, don't show it yet. Okay. Don't show it. No, no, no I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> what Felipe drew is he thought he thought. Okay, what does a bicycle look like? And then he thought, what if it were. A prostrate woman, sweating no, and no. smiling, mm. and she has a big ass, no. and she's, she's stuck in some sort of position. No, <laughs> why are you? Why do you ask me to not show it and describe such a thing? Now my hands are tied, and I can't disabuse people of that notion. All right, let's see it. Watch this, folks. Let's see if wow, I can even get it bigger. Screen. Wait, let's yeah. see if I can get it bigger. No, I'll, I'll, I won't make it full screen. Like I'll make it like okay, this. Okay, you can make there it full screen. There you go. That's the that's the bike drawing. Look closely. If you're um if you're on not if you're listening to the podcast, um hello, welcome. I hope you're having a good time. Uh, look up my name <laughs> and then look up bike drawing and it comes up. What does the sign next to the bike say? You will never. It says we well, will never be an artist. Ha ha. You'll never be an artist. Ha ha. Oh, here's some close-ups. Wow. Wow. I think that the RISD admission people loved little like little you know oh am i gonna be an artist or am i not like they loved if you showed some humility totally you know, no it was like it was like i don't know it's a kind of thing i did a lot in high school like my art was kind of self like a lot of wow. confessional kind of stuff but i drew these little characters and there were scenes all over like there's um this is like a time portal and characters are coming out you can barely see it but that's like a viking and i don't know what that is oh my god oh my god i'd Felipe. love to, i'd love to see that there's like a rainbow here and there's like a like a fat cat guy with a bunch of gold wow there's a guy getting chased here and these guys are chasing him and he's jumping across let's see yeah. what else oh it's just so vast it's like an eye spy there's a giant here there's a knight here 
The, oh this is gosh. from the Magritte painting of like guys in top hats floating up into the sky. How long did this take? I don't know, like a couple months. You really wanted to get into college. Yeah, this yeah. was maybe overkill. I don't think I needed this much. Then I drew this kind of realistic guy with a strange nubby penis. There's mm. cars that have gone through the windows here. Wow. There's That's me. I sort of put myself in there and I wrote me. Mm. Um, huh. And where's the bicycle? It's Well, there's a few people riding bikes and there's a bicycle on this sign right here. This is crazy. It's almost, wow. I would say it's almost cheating. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I did. You just, I, draw, the, just draw a bicycle and do a, a simple concept like a guy has a little top hat. Yeah, it's just a gentleman <laughs> bicycle. Yeah, play the game straight. <laughs> oh, last funny detail. There's like a, this is this is a children's playground, playground and then there's like a guy in a trench coat on the playground right wow. down here. You can't see it, but anyways. How big was this drawing in real life? Um, it was like I think eighteen by twenty four or something like that. It mm. wasn't it wasn't that big. It was like this big. Wow! Did you need like a little um, uh, like steampunk magnifying glass that had a bunch of lenses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To draw. Um, no, I actually did. I had this this like circle light that had a magnifying <gasps> glass on it, and I would look through it, and I would draw with like a really wow. sharp pencil. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. I was beast mode back then. That's cool. I wish you'd do, draw more of these, but I guess you're busy. I, you know, little Edie's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pedro said above in the chat that he draws porn for his girlfriend. That's so hot. I know. That's, that's, that's something so I wanted hot. to get back to. Yeah. I would like to see that. Do Pedro. they look like the minions, Pedro? Because you like to draw the minions. And you draw them hot. Yeah. Oh, big ass. Yes. <laughs> he says yes. <laughs> that is pretty hot. Oh, and then Lena says, arriving late, who is tonight's guest? This is Ian. Oh, she's here, so now so now he can't say it anymore. <laughs> Fuck. That's funny. This is Ian. <laughs> this is Ian. He um, is in Simple Town. If I had a hot girlfriend, I'd draw them all the time. Huh. But... But I put a little ring. I make there's make sure there's a little, little ring, ring on, on, their, there. on their finger. <laughs> She's like, I'm not wearing a ring. You're like, ah. <laughs> She's like, what are you trying to say? And you're like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna use the bathroom. Oh, oh, nice. Now it's boys' time. Yeah. Oh, boys can get down. Is it business. hot on that couch? It's hot as hell. Shit. Yeah. Do we want to open a window? Windows are open. Windows are open. The rain's great. Really atmospheric. Uh, what else happened this week? Hit us up in the chat if you got good topics that happened this week. We got a big fat no. <laughs> oh, Simple Town got turned down. We did a pitch, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have any emotional turmoil? Any, like, difficult relationships? Any, like, beef with people that you want to air out? Mm. Any, like, family problems that you want to describe or, like, family, dysfunctional family members that you want to talk about and say their names? Maybe we could, I don't know, air out problems with our partners for whoever has them. We could say complicated opinions that we wouldn't share otherwise. Yeah, one time, uh, like, a couple summers ago, Simple Town went over to um, Ian's house for um for the weekend and i never said this but at one point when you guys were all asleep um yeah you're i think i know what you're about to say okay yeah well (laughs) um well i i guess i told it to will maybe he must have told you but he but your dad and mom woke me up 
in like the middle of the night when mm. everyone else was sleeping and they took me out to your dad's like studio that garage in the back yeah yeah and they each took turns kissing me up and down <laughs> like fully clothed yeah oh no but they but they kissed me up and down oh, no. for a long for time long? an hour did you that's did crazy because i don't you, even think i've seen my parents kiss did you consent no, i'm just kidding <laughs> did you consent to that a thousand times over. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> and then, then it wasn't such a bad experience. It explains why the mood totally changed the next day. Yeah. <laughs> the way you were so happy. By the way, Sam, let me see your Sam beautiful Trump. face on that camera. Yeah, it's nice. How's That's, the bathroom? That's better. It's nice in there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's hard for me to get a sense of how often you guys change like the hand towel. You know. <sighs> That's Will's never. department. That's I, negative. I have no idea how much it gets changed. Did, did you watch the? Did you order the plans? Yeah. Okay, because I was about to do it, and then I thought, eh, I'm not going to complicate it. Nah. Sam's already yeah, yeah. doing it. Okay. You got to be sort of little households, chores, and things we can. I'm do. on it. Yeah. Cool. I'm the guy when Ian. And, I mean, when Felipe and Will go away, I'm the guy who does the stuff that they want me to do. Like, I'm the guy who gets their chores. My plants looked beautiful when I came back. There you go. They looked good. They looked rejuvenated. Hmm. He's putting some magic that I myself haven't been able to <laughs> affect. I have, a gr- I have a green thumb, I've been told before. Felipe said, uh, what hand towel? We only have a pee towel. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I did say that. Yeah, dab. I just dab the tip of my penis after I pee yeah. so that yeah. so that I don't get a drip into yeah. the underpants. I feel like some people do have like a real thing of like having a sex towel or something that you always have to be careful not to use their sex towel. Oh, I have like, a sex towel. No. In, in, <laughs> in. And wait, where does it live, Sam? Yeah. What? Where does it live? Um, it lives in a bag under my bed. Oh, what a life! <laughs> uh, it's a it's a, a camo. It's a bag with ca- like a green camo print on it. Okay. I can I can only imagine what it's like after you're done having sex and this woman's reclining on your bed and then you lean over and you slide a bag from underneath your bed and you take out <laughs> the stinkiest <laughs> towel yeah, I've that never she's ever it. smelled in her life. The moment you finish, Sam, <laughs> Sam lunges under the bed and pulls out a <laughs> packed army bag. <laughs> we don't know what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, hold on. You just like slide it out. There's like a bunch of like <laughs> canned food foods I, in there we got crunchy towels <laughs> she towel. yeah sam's wet underbed <laughs> towel one minute shatters <laughs> well what i do is after they've used it i just um i put put it in a plastic bag and i pour a bunch of water into it and then i tie the bag up <laughs> i put it back on the bed <laughs> that way it That's cleans good. itself well, it, at least at least nothing crusts yeah. it stays in liquid state yeah. <laughs> exactly smart uh, people are being funny in the chat i like that Annabelle said, I'm sure that towel yeah. can be cracked like a communion wafer. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, a thing of matzah. It was Passover last weekend. Happy Passover. Yeah. Happy Passover, Happy Passover. to you. Yes. Are any Happy of us Passover Jewish? Happy Passover to you. Even a little well, bit Jewish? must be some sort of... Sephardic? He's Sephardic. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's definitely Iberic. <laughs> I found out when my grandma bought me 23 and me for Christmas, <laughs> I found out that I'm... Um, like 1% Ashkenazi Jewish. Wow. Really? Yeah. But aren't you Portuguese? Yeah. 
Yeah, so that is kind That's of... That's true, actually. Those two are mutually exclusive. <laughs> and I'm... No, no, no. I'm just saying that that is a little bit ethnic. <laughs> Anybody with 30% Neanderthal? That's not true. I'm, I'm 1%, or at least my brother, when he took the 23 and me, I'm, he's 1% Portuguese, which must mean I'm 1% Portuguese, which makes sure. us practically brothers in the same struggle <laughs> yes yes you and your brother are brothers and yes and, yes. yes i do <laughs> it makes me brothers with him yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never hear about what's going on in portugal why is that because they're doing so well i guess so i only hear about it when i have friends who are traveling there i yes. went there once and everyone offered me drugs the whole time what kind of you drugs walk down the streets and people are like Hashish, cocaine, hashish, hmm. stuff well. like that. Marijuana, yeah. Is that a faithful adaptation of their accent? <laughs> yes. <You would> <laughs> yes. I, and you're allowed to because they're Europeans. I think you're allowed to. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, I'm yeah. 1% Portuguese. That's so right. it's, Portuguese. It's so fair game. You're yes. allowed to. I, I'm saying you're allowed to. So you're allowed Thank to. Thank you. Gave me the, it gave me the pass. Yeah. The whole pass. Ever, every time I've ever met a Portuguese person who's... Like known that I'm Portuguese somehow, they're always trying to speak Portuguese to me, and I have so little connection to my cultural heritage well, or my background. When I when I was there, I tried to kind of inch by like by speaking some Spanish that I knew, and people hated that. Yeah. Oh, really? They didn't the like Portuguese it. Portuguese hated that. <laughs> but now I was like, oh my god, Come like on. you know, well they America. would say exactly, yeah. exactly, like they would speak to me in Portuguese, and I was like. You mentioned like you're talking about your sister and something about the airport. Yeah, it's like, bro, like it's the same oh. shit. I know, I know. It's the same. I have a sex towel under yeah, my bed. Yeah. We're the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, bastards, don't ever leave the country. No, it's not worth it. You guys aren't gonna travel after COVID. I guess we learned I, we don't really need to so go. Anywhere, I got everything anyway. I need in Brooklyn, bro. Let, let me ask you guys this: Can can I go back to the sex towel thing for a oh, second? Please. Of course, we're gonna travel after please. you have sex. And you don't use a condom. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sometimes it can get kind of leaky down there, especially in the, huh. in, if you're a, of, a vagina of owning person. Correct. What do you What do you wipe yourself with? You know, a towel, but not a designated sex towel. <laughs> <laughs> lives under. What you? It's, what What's your room like? Is Is it like a hotel where there's always like white, fresh towels? There's everywhere? a big towel and then a medium towel and a small towel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's nice of you to notice that it gets kind of leaky. Yeah. Well, that's what I feel like. Yeah. That's the sex towel is great because you're like because I say to, I say to the person. Yeah. And you can just use that towel to like wipe yourself up up with it, yeah, you I know. Try to look. I, try to, I don't know what's going on. There. No, what I, yeah, it's like it's like this is disgusting. Just do what you need to do. I have Windex here. Yeah. No, what I do is I well, I say, don't worry, I'm gonna wipe you up. And then, and then I, be, and I you bend them over on the bed and I wipe. You yeah. you grab them and you and you run up. <laughs> Wow. Wait. Wow. Wait. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so unsexual. <laughs> the idea of that. I'm going to wipe you up. <laughs> no. What you do, what you do is you gotta, you gotta run a warm bath. You gotta bring her. Exactly. Dunk her and say anything mm. you need. I can get you Netflix. Anything mm -hmm. you need. Anything you want. I'll bring it here. Just, it's, this yes. is just your time. Yes. But before they take a bath, I make sure they do a, a handstand for 20 seconds <laughs> so that the semen 
Oh god. Oh, oh that. god. I that, oh god. I don't, maybe I'll I totally get it either. Yeah. That out. <laughs> um, oh god. <laughs> wow. It would be nice to have a little kid in the apartment, though. You know, a little that baby would be nice. Out. Yeah. Because we'd take care of it. And we'd learn as much from it as it learned from you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We'd bring it on streams. You know how well a kid does on TikTok and streams and stuff like that? Well, that's why we brought Ian on because he has yeah. a kind of boyish demeanor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would have a kid someday. Would you have a kid? I hope so, yeah. Would you have a kid? So, a couple. So they'd have to hang out with each other. Yeah. Yeah, same. Same. I have a couple. And then I would like, I don't know, teach them some skills. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you could teach, you could like teach them guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could get from like when they're three, you could decide, I'm going to make you Jimi Hendrix and then like force them to get Yeah, it's true how you can just decide what your kid is going to be and then you just force yeah. them to do it and then they get really good at it. I'm going to make them paint that your your RISD bike submission until they get get it perfectly and mm. then they can go to RISD. That's a good test. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you kind of you need kind of a special kid in order to do something like that. <laughs> your kid would have to be No, no, that's I think notch. that's a kind of paint by numbers type situation there. No. <laughs> no, I think you need kind of a a very I'm actually, special I'm kid. actually zooming in with the with your mouse right now and it seems like there's a there's a, it's a paint by numbers situation. You're doing no such thing. <laughs> and you couldn't be and you and your assessment couldn't be farther from the truth. You oh, worm. I'm actually grabbing your ergonomics mouse now and I'm yeah. I'm clicking into I'm double clicked and it said this was painted by numbers. Any audience member could plainly see that this is not the truth. <laughs> A he's podcast member might be oh, yeah, tricked. You see him on the freaking screen. No, he's not well, doing anything. I'm holding it with with a hand behind my back. Fuck. You could be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> now could be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think if we had a kid in the apartment, it would throw off our mojo big time. Definitely. Yeah, it would be hard to achieve white boy summer, I think, with yeah. a kid around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not super fun with kids also. And really? so that that kind of weighs on me. Yeah. I remember once we went to when we were shooting the the big movie that we invited you to talk about that Ian was the director of. Oh, yeah. are we gonna talk about that? Like we're interviewing yeah, him? We can interview him. Oh, really? um, that's why. Yeah, that's why we had you on. Yeah. Um we were shooting this this movie. Uh, me and Ian called Nicole that's coming out soon and uh, we were staying at Alex's aunt's house Alex Bliss if he's listening um, and there was a little boy that lived there somebody's kid lived there <laughs> and we all had to play with him and there was like seven of us hanging out around and everyone was being really fun with the kid except for me um, everyone was being really fun the kid was like going from person to person just like loving it wow that's a, ki- that's a kid's dream yeah, just a bunch like, of older kids all these people who were like in their mid-twenties who had this energy to just like play ball play game play build card oh, road yeah. yeah and the kid came up to me to get me to play and I was like I only want to play talk about stuff <laughs> oh, that's the only God. game I'm going to play and the kid was like mm, no and like Kev's kind of going around and playing with Chase and playing with Ian and playing with Edie and then like finally everybody got warm worn down enough that like at the end of the night the kid came back to me and was like okay fine I'll play talk about stuff really? um, yes <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> came back to me and said that yeah um, which I thought was sort of sweet but that's I think what I'm going to be with my kids I don't want to do stuff I don't want to yeah. do yeah I mean I'll do like the certain you got to take them to the dentist and stuff but I don't want to play a bunch of games I don't like I don't like that game kid come up with something else you have to get really good at lacrosse Sarah yeah I wanted to say that 
I work at a children's museum. And because of that, I'm around parents and their kids all day. And so I see really sweet moments of like love between children and their parents that make me think, oh, I want a kid. And then I see all these, I see moments, like I've walked into a room when I caught a parent like not hitting their kid, but like pushing them around. To get just, give to do good, just give him a good shake, or like do, or like I'm catching the tail end of a, yeah. of a gesture that is questionable and that I truly have no business knowing about. But that, if it was worth, yeah, 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 or like, I, oh, there was like a mom. I am sorry. There was this mom trying to get her, <laughs> nice her to two you. twin, her two twin boys who were like really rowdy into their jackets, and one of them just like was was like having such a fit that she she basically threw him onto the floor to get him into Whoa. his jacket. <laughs> Just pile know. drive him onto the ground. Like the, I don't know what the gesture was, but he flipped. He flipped off of his feet and then landed on his back and it was like smack. Five finger death yeah. punch to the chest until <laughs> he puts just, on um, his coat. What do you know? Unless it's like really clearly fucked up. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say. She brings out the ape's yeah. paw technique. <laughs> I'm not going to say shit. Kid probably had a comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't. Um. Sometimes you do see parents out in the wild and they're like, you know, they're treating their kid in a way where you're like this. I don't, I can't get involved in this. I can't be a part of this. I can't handle this yeah. situation. It is upsetting because there's this big thing about like not judging parents who are like angry and frustrated because you don't know what they're going through. But sometimes you just see a really grumpy parent being mean to a little kid on the street and you're just like, come on, be fun. Yeah. What's your deal? Did, kid seems like fun. Did your parents ever do <laughs> that silly. thing where you were crying and then your parent, is this just an Argentinian thing where your parent goes, finds another little kid who's around who isn't crying and goes, Look at them. They're not crying. Mm -hmm. She's not crying. Mm -hmm. Why? Are, she's That's looking. Cool. She's looking at you. She's well, like, look at this. Look at this crybaby. You don't want to be. You don't want her to think that, do you? That sucks. Well, so, your yeah. parents did that. Yeah. My well, I mean, clearly Sarah's parents, parents did too. My parents didn't do that. Too. Well, your mom. Yeah, you we know that she's extremely yeah. permissive yes. and yes. sort of Waldorf she, style. She said. She said. <laughs> she said. I spent my life trying to escape family stories. Yeah. Uh, so I don't tell them. That's what she said when I was crying. Yeah. It does. It sucks, and it's also just a confusing thing to say to a kid because you're like what does that do with me that that kid's not crying I'm crying because something happened to me right nothing, nothing happened, happened to that kid <laughs> <laughs> that kid's not going through what yeah, I'm going through happening to that kid <laughs> blank behind the eyes <laughs> it's got nothing to do with me well there's yeah. two parts of it it's like one it's you want to be strong like the other kid but the other's like the kid's judging you and it's like why are you putting judgment into my head it didn't even occur to me mm -hmm. that this kid was judging me <laughs> And if no insecurity, like none of that was there. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. when I was made an example, you know, when, when I was the kid that was the kid that wasn't crying, you know, I was thinking, I don't care. Let the kid cry. <laughs> Let him cry. What does yeah. nothing to do with me? Yeah. That's their business. Sabina says, my dad once said to calm a meltdown, listen to the angels. Are they crying? You can't hear them because they're being good. <laughs> <laughs> Going Whoa. God mode. That damn. really makes you think. That's evocative. Yeah. yeah, that's the most beautiful way I've ever heard of someone trying to do that <laughs> technique. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked to you this before, but I, I had a problem with being a kid because I didn't like hanging out with other kids. I didn't want to hang out with like grownups or anything particularly either, but I was just like, I, I remember being a kid and really hating that other kids thought saying doo-doo was funny because I didn't think that was funny at all. I don't know. It just pissed me <laughs> off. Yeah. Anytime someone would say that and laugh. I just think we gotta, you guys got to grow up. We all Sarah, you were like a fast. dour Calvinist, mm -hmm. like pastor, <laughs> like yeah. when yeah. you were a child. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. that's funny that you're both so likable, and also all the stories you've told around childhood seem like you don't like. I only became popular at 23. Every other phase, <laughs> I, I wasn't. No, yeah. I sympathize with that. I, I remember being a kid and just feeling like I don't have enough. Like I. 
I don't want to deal with like kids have so much bullshit that they're doing like and I don't want to be around these kids bullshit all the and time they're and they're like and fake they're saying yes. shit that they don't they're realize say, they're being is. stupid like, either they're being sucks. stupid yes. and inappropriate and rude yes. to people and i didn't like kids that were rude i remember yes. i remember one time in elementary school they made us write an uh, a little paper that was like what it would be like if there were no parents around and and i remember my whole everyone wrote about like there would be like streets made out of candy and like we'd play soccer all day long and i wrote if there weren't parents around if there were parents around we wouldn't have any of the things you like who do you think goes to work to get your food? <laughs> Who do you think like makes yeah, all the fun stuff? Yeah. Soccer, that shit wouldn't exist because parents and adults yeah. need to make yeah. it. That's right. Yep, that's right. It's the plot of the Jimmy Neutron movie. That's right. Yeah. Also, Carly says, Ian catching a parent handing their kid a stick of dynamite. I wanted to say too that, you know, you look at kids and the way they develop, because I've worked with kids now that are like anywhere between one and 15. And, and like some kids when they're like five are really smart. They really have a light. Mm, yeah. There's something behind the eyes and they get jokes that you don't think they'll get. And they're like communicating with you. And then some kids in their five, they're dumb as brick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're so yeah. dumb. <laughs> And, and they and can't I, even hide it. They're not even smart enough to hide it. And I don't know if that, I don't know when that clicks in for people. I guess it's developmentally at different stages. And then I'm like, well, I guess for some people, I wonder if it ever clicked in. I wonder if some people are just like those little kids walking around. Yeah. Still, you got to check you know. back in with those kids later and see. Yeah. Yeah. That was my observation. Well, it does. I always do think like you really, you can't control what your kid comes out like. And we don't, I was like, the one thing that I would like let my kid do anything, but I was like, what if he comes out like a real like bro, like real sports bro? I couldn't stop that shit from happening. It would just happen. Totally. And it, I mean, I'd have to deal with it, but it just wouldn't be my vibe. Yes. That's like a fear of mine that I'll have a kid that will beat the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to bully you. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate to have a kid who, a son who grows up and kills me and then has sex with my wife. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And then claws his terrible. eyes out. Yeah. Is that a problem that you see at the Children's Museum ever? Yeah, you can catch that pretty early on. <laughs> we yeah. we got a lot of we need to talk about Kevin kids kind of roaming around, <laughs> thousand yard stare. My fear with my kids is that I will um, be too critical of them and too observing of everything they do and say, and forming narratives about them that ultimately entrap them and doom them to something they said wow. or did when they were five or six years old. That I was like, this is what you're like. That's such self knowledge because yeah. it is a, the kind of thing that we that you do. Yes, <laughs> and I do it too. I yes. I do it too, but you also do it. But I do it, and I I really indulge in that. And so I'm like, how do I turn this off for my children? Yeah, I think you can either turn it off by being like extremely permissive and thinking your kids are the greatest people that ever existed, and so you think nothing negative of them, or I don't know the other way around it. Yeah. You just like have to change the way you think about people and personality and yeah I don't know. well you know a lot of people would say that um that there's no way to not sort of mess up your kids that you're always going to put a complex in them but there is one specific way that you can get a hundred score a hundred point Whoa, score on raising your kid to us no i don't know it it's super <laughs> hard to do but you can get a perfect game and very few people can do it but it's possible so if you d so you start the college prep early yeah. <laughs> Started like yeah. five. Kaplan testing, test it's, prep. No, it's, it's the perfect amount of permissive and restrictive and loving and withholding. Mm -hmm. And then you get, a, you get a flawless victory like in Mortal Kombat. No wow. HP lost. Wow. Mm. wow. Perfect lover. Perfect uh, lover for others. Yeah. Sarah, I think if you start to see, you kind of lock in how you see your kid, what you need to do is you need to hold up a kaleidoscope. And look at them through a kaleidoscope. And twist. And the twist. And the, all kinds of shapes and strange mm. new ways of them looking will appear. Mm. 
or put them in a funny little outfit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What if my kid was a fireman and then suddenly you go, oh, wow, you're a lot more interesting this way. I've also been afraid of my kid be, being insufferable, <laughs> yes. that I won't like them yeah. genuinely. Well, and like, no matter what I've done, they're just like, because I think of myself when I was like 12 and I thought I think I was insufferable. Yeah, I'm not my 12 year old kid. I'm not going to be able to handle that. <laughs> I believe, I mean, I've said this to all of you before. And I've, maybe I've said it on the podcast, but my mom said the thing about raising kids, which I think is really smart. I think of it all the time. Where someone asked her, well, like, how do you raise kids well to like be good people? And she was like, She's like, your kids will, they already are good people. They will like inevitably be good. People. What your job is to do is to like give them the environment for them to become the good people that they already are. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, it's a trick. It's a cool little twist. Cause it's like, rather than seeing them as like a canvas that you have to like make your mark on, you're like, you just have to go buy them. Oh, a bag chair. <laughs> you just have to buy them. A bag chair. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's all already there. And you just like, you just it, what make sure the environment around them is good. Yes. So, but so when, if it's like, okay, my kid's oh, good. Right. Will, will the environment be good if I buy him the Nintendo switch or not? Which one will make him good? Yeah. See, the question is still difficult. Didn't, no, but the Nintendo <laughs> Switch is inside of them. <laughs> and you have to cut no, it out. Get, cut oh, get holy it out. shit. I like that. <laughs> Stop beating I, I heart. I'm thinking of this story that is the opposite of what you've all done. When you described like your mom doing that thing where she's like, um, you know, what, look, you don't want to be like, the, or you don't want to be like those kids. You're not crying. Like, I think that, I mean, every parent like damages their children irreparably. And my, my parents were like the opposite, like the inverse of that. And I, I like, think of this story all the time my mom when I was a kid I went to Toy Store or Toys R Us with my uh, with my mom and uh, she just was buying me a toy and the cashier said something like oh he should be paying for this like as a joke trying to like joke with the mom yeah. Or th and, and then my mom said, um, don't you point at my son. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Whoa. I think I've told that story since then, and she's been that like, rocks. I don't even remember that happening. Don't you point at I think she just, she, I think she like went on defense mode and like blacked out. <laughs> don't you Do point at my son. That's so funny. That rocks. That's so funny. That's so weird. <laughs> We're getting out of here. <laughs> she grabbed your hand and like you walked briskly out of the store. <laughs> That's so funny. I think one of the other scary things about having a kid is you can have the problem of all the kids at school are mean to your kid and they're being bullied. And there's, oh, you my can't kids, yeah. stop My them. kids will not have that problem. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> my kids will definitely have that problem. My mom tried to like walk. I was getting bullied in middle school and oh, she would no. walk me through like scenarios where she's like, okay, I'm a bully. <laughs> Oh, what no. are you going to say to me? Which I think is extremely sweet. Like oh, she was really no. committed and like oh, had the best intentions. But I look back on that and I remember like being at an age where I couldn't even articulate how different the scenario was <laughs> and how like when you're being bullied in a classroom setting that it's like the, there are all these sort of like indescribable tensions. It's not getting served up to you a, on a yeah. platter yeah, to kind of like hit it down. Up to you. Yeah. It's really a rhetorical <laughs> situation and you just need to know the right move, pathos, logos. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were you being bullied for? Oh, 
uh, being new. <laughs> being new and, and we I was homeschooled, so it was weird. And I had a I had a bowl haircut. I had like a uh, coconut head. Bro, you should have said, Mom, d- don't don't get your mind off the bowl. You get this haircut. You get the, change this haircut. That's how you that's how you can help. That's how you can why, get help. Why why were you weird? In what ways were you weird, Ian? I was um I was really comfortable with myself and I was allowed to fully express myself without any repercussions for the first Hell like yeah. 12 11 years of my life wow 10 years of my life <laughs> yeah yeah so then i uh you know once you go into an environment where the, it's there's a very high contrast between you know people are you have to play shit close to your chest you know you don't want to <laughs> mm-hmm. um reveal everything and uh like what kinds of stuff did you say I don't remember anything I said. I definitely like, um, I was, I would dress as a wizard until then. I stopped when I went to middle school, but I would dress did up as a wizard regularly. Say, I'm a did, wizard. Did you go to school dressed up as a wizard anytime? No, I, I knew, but well, there was a dress code, so I couldn't, but I think I knew better than that at that point. I, I think it was the moment I, I stepped in, there was, it was out of my, my hands, you I know? If I saw you, I'd fucking knock your dick in the yeah. dirt. <laughs> I saw you dress as wow. a wizard. <laughs> That's why I've been trying to be your friend all this time. Because I'm trying to work that out. I agree with Alex is hell yeah. Wizard Ian. Yeah. I'm going to put my feet up. Someone, someone in the chat says they don't like to see your toes. I know, but it's more way more comfortable when I can put... Yeah, Yeah. this is this is your, your podcast, podcast Felipe, yeah. and yeah. we're just guests on it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. show them that big, the big toe and then show them the other toes. And, and that's for free, baby. Damn. Those toes are free. Um, look, Julia spent her 100 of her points Incredible. to say your name. That is so Southwest. Yes. She redeemed wow. 100 of her points to say Ian. How does that work? You get points just by watching the stream, and then you can redeem them uh, by highlighting the word, a word that you want to highlight. Oh my gosh, look, we're learning something about our friend Top Steps is I was homeschooled. Oh. Definitely takes a lot to become acclimated to a social environment. Yeah, for sure, for uh, sure. What were some of the things you learned when you went, you went into school? <laughs> um, uh, I learned that, um, I learned about all the different countries <laughs> and um, um, world history. talking about the soft skills that Top Steps says is referring to. Soft skills. Um... I, uh, sort of in it, like, uh, in our, you know, social cues that you can't articulate, um, things that you can't really mm. like describe until you know them. I don't know, just the way you carry yourself, the kinds of conversations you have. Uh, I remember I sat in the back, I like my first day I sat in the back of the bus in high school because I thought that no one wanted to sit in the back of the bus. Uh, so I no thought one I would stay out you. of, I would stay out of the way. But that's where the cool kids sit. And then I immediately a senior walked up to me and he was like, Listen, it's your first day, so I'll make it easy for you. <laughs> Is that seriously what he said? Yeah. What a loser. What a bigger loser than you. <laughs> anyone in high school now? Anyone in high school now is just... They're just playing out the movie version of high school in their head. Like, they've all seen a million high school movies, yeah. and they're just playing the role that they think That's they are. So funny. You know, when I was in Argentina, I got bullied a lot by my friends. By My, my friends would, like, team up to bully me. And then... I remember they like didn't like any of my jokes. They thought it was so lame. And then when I came to the U.S., it felt like I was playing on easy mode. Wow! Like people were so nice and loved my jokes. Wow. And I remember saying to my, I was like, in America, I'm wow. funny. That's in Argentina, so I'm not That's funny. So weird. Yes. Wow. Would you think we wouldn't be able to even do our podcast in Argentina? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, she said Wizard Ian, and she has 6,000 more points. So, anybody. Wow, you have a lot of points. (laughs) 
Yeah. I remember um, thinking about soft skills you're trying to teach people. I tried to teach a girl that I was friends with in elementary school who I would hang out with at aftercare to be more mean to her brother because I didn't like her sibling dynamic. I don't know if Mia ever listens to this. She's still my friend. Mia, um, if you're listening, be meaner to your brother. <laughs> absolutely sweet and wonderful brother and incredible person. But I just like, I noticed the dynamic where they were just so kind to each other and I didn't like that because I was like, siblings are supposed to be a little, you get to say things to your siblings you're not allowed to say to the other kids because that's like, that's yeah. your brother. So you're allowed to really like, yeah. kind of let loose. Yeah, and so I saw her not doing that and I was like, let me, it's hey, what did your person say to you? I'm gonna make this easy for you. You got to be mean to that guy. <laughs> That's your brother. Were you mean to your brother? Um, no, but I was allowed to like, I don't know, just like say shit or whatever. I just like if my brother was bothering me, I'd be like, yo, fuck off. Yeah, and I wouldn't say that to some other. You kid. said, yo, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, bro. Yeah, <laughs> You'd right. like pop open a little princess like lunchbox and you take out a, a little pb and j and be like yo fuck <laughs> off <laughs> yeah i just remember she would always like make sure her brother was included in our games and stuff in a way that i was like our your brother can't be in our games because mm. these are our games that's and he needs so to sweet go. yeah and it was so sweet looking back and i was like why was i trying to teach her to not be so sweet and, and kind and inclusive what was my damage but it just bothered me because I was like, this is the way it's supposed to be. I've seen siblings on TV. I've watched My Life with Derek, you know, all these shows. You're supposed to be a little harsher. Mm. Yeah. You're supposed to what? say you're ruining my life. Yes. Did you ever say yeah. you're ruining, ruining my life? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had very long hair until I was in sixth grade when I cut it off. And I was very androgynous looking. And so people thought I was a girl for like a long time hmm. uh, out in public and stuff. And this like from an early age, like hardened me like Whoa. stone cold and so like i wouldn't take shit from anybody if you, they you like, wouldn't cut your hair i wouldn't cut my yeah. hair I, I was looked like a gorgeous woman <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that and and so like people i remember going moving to a new school in sixth grade and like people trying to like make fun of me but they quickly realized they were neck deep in shit because they were dealing with a shooter <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well because i was very athletic and I could also talk to girls because of my sister. Wow. So I ha I wow. I looked like a girl, but I also had all these like powers that they, mm. the boys didn't have. And so gender warrior is right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first day that Mrs. Ramirez, who was my my um, sixth grade teacher, was like, shout out to Ms. Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, okay, and who's our new student? Like, can you please say your name? And she like called me a girl, and I was like. By the way, everybody, I'm a boy. And I like said that like in mm. sixth grade. Like very nice. In his a deeper voice even than wow. I have yeah. now. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cool. And then I I zipped unzipped my pants and I just you showed my balls like not my cock. <laughs> <laughs> just the balls. That does give me a that does that does give me an insight into who why you are the way you are now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. A little bit. You're a very masculine guy. Mm. And I can't help but think that that comes from sort of damage. Yeah. <laughs> just like a horrible insecurity. No. And like an, yeah. No. Just yeah. a horrible yeah. insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, me, you yeah. know, I stay at 130 pounds. Yeah. I do it right. because I'm pretty, quite secure in myself. <laughs> but don't you think I also have a kind of feminine side? Yes. Feminine energy? Of course. Of course. Everybody thinks you're gay. Exactly. There you go. And you don't take shit from anyone. Yeah. Either. If someone calls me gay, I punch them right in the <laughs> mouth, yeah. knock their teeth out. Yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> Anyways. Anyways. I read a poem this morning that made me cry. What? Yep. And I never experienced it before. You ever read something that made you cry reading it? Was it a Dr. Seuss poem? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the poem, Sarah? No, I've never cried from a book, I don't think. Maybe I have. Mm-hmm. You didn't cry from reading Of Mice and Men? I definitely didn't cry then, but uh-huh. I don't know. maybe I've cried from something else. I don't think I've ever cried in a book. Hmm. The words, you know? Yeah. If the words hit just right. Well, I'm dyslexic, so there's maybe a big enough barrier. You're already frustrated. Yeah, if I'm crying because I'm so frustrated, I can't see the words the right way. They're not in the right order. (laughs) Sarah, but I wanna, I wanna kind of follow up on this poem. But the poem bring us to the moment. Julia asks if it was Rupee Cower. (laughs) (laughs) Sniped. Yeah, you know, I was reading poem. I was reading poems. I was in a. I was in a little bit of emotional mood, and I was reading a book of poems. I finally got in the mail that I've been waiting for. Mark Leidner, returning the sword to the stone, and um, oh. I just got to this poem, and it was a poem about, um, I guess, being in love. And I can't remember what it was called, but it was like every stanza started with like being with you is like, or like not being with you is like, and then these descriptions that were like these extremely elaborate analogies for what it's like being with this person that the the speaker is in love with. And um, I just got to one part of it that was so beautiful. It just made me cry reading the words. And I was reading it out loud to myself. And so I think probably also saying it. There's something about um, verbalizing things that makes me cry too, I think. So Mm. maybe if I had just read it in my head, I wouldn't have. But Well, what was, do you remember like the sentiment? that made you cry holy crap get ready to get ready to cry on the stream or if you're listening to the podcast welcome to reason mandarin i hope you're having a good time and sarah if you see sarah cry it's one of the most beautiful things in the world yeah. collect one of her tears in it in it um if you drink it it gives you eternal life not moving. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want me to put like a heater next to you guys? Couch. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not moving. Yeah, I should. I should sprinkle a couple milk duds in that couch so they just kind of melt and it's really sticky. Are you gonna read this bad boy? Yeah, is that a bad? It's short. It's short. It's short. Um, will, you will you read it in a patois? Really? Even ruin it. It's, it won't make me cry to read it now. Oh. I bet. Cause so, if you, but I think if you cried, it would be awkward. So I think it's better if you cry. It would be awkward. <laughs> well, I think it's the pot because it's Where's a comedy. Coming from? <laughs> 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 they put the mic inside of the poem. Um. Okay. Here it is. So this is just from the middle of the poem. Wait. Let's see what it's called. Wait. It's long as hell. I'm just gonna read the part of it that made me cry. Okay. The poem is called "Being with You." Being with you is like an echo delayed for so long that the original sound is lost to history until out of nowhere the echo knocks you down, not in its loudness, but in how strongly it recalls the memory of the original sound, and you marvel at the profound relief into which it throws how far your own identity and context have shifted since the original sound sounded, and how instantly the feeling of being whoever you were back then returns to whoever you have become freeing you to feel how you are in time how whole you are in time sorry freeing you to feel how whole you are in time holy crap and i just main cry that was good that's great i liked that oh is this the uh the poet that seth recommended on his his sub stack yes oh he's got the link Nice. <laughs> there you go. Wait, nice. can you break it? I, I honestly, there's, it was hard for me to kind of focus in to that. listen to that. What, what does it mean? Do you think my reading wasn't good? Mean? The way I read it. Uh, um, 
Maybe, yeah. I, I wish you could have emphasized certain words a little mm. more to make me hear the meaning. Yeah. See, being with you is life. <laughs> That's how you should have read it. An echo that And then comes. the sound returns yeah. to you. And then the sound returns <laughs> to you. Uh, you know, I could try to explain it, I guess, or... I, you know, when you read something that is just, it's like, how could I explain it when it's just written exactly what it is? Anything that I would say would be like, not. Yeah. Have you ever been was. in a Grand Canyon or like a big place where you yell in an echo? There's like, hello, hello. Have you ever been in that? Yeah. So imagine if the person that you loved was like that echo. Only. Only that by the time the echo came back you had changed but then it made you remember what you felt like when you first said hello and then you go wow i've changed so much you realize how much you changed but then you all you don't feel just like you're a different person you feel the wholeness of who you are as continuous through time yes despite the fact that you've changed so much wow yeah and that being with this person makes you feel that way wow only if you that's win- kind of both it's it's kind of sad and it happy <laughs> well but that almost sounds like <laughs> same mm-hmm. no i really mean that i think i think there's a kind of it, to me what i hear in that metaphor is a kind of um uh there, there's a kind of ambivalent feeling about that it's not necessarily it's not like a love poem or something like mm-hmm. that well it feels like it's about an ex you know because when you're with someone there's no echo they're just there they're just saying hello the whole time but then if it's an ex you're you see them again and then you're reminded so that sounds like an ex to me hmm hmm that's that, funny that that sounds like that to you because that's sort of you know that's sort of what my yeah what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just did such a beautiful job explaining that. It was perfect. Yeah, that was yeah. exactly what and I, I wanted. And I and yeah. I started it out as a bit, and then I just <laughs> said it normal. No, that was <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, that was really beautiful. That was great, and that's one of Felipe's powers, I think. Yeah. Which is explaining what? things. Explaining well. things. Yes. Well, it's funny that you did that because I thought you. A couple of days ago, I said a line from a poem to you that I thought was really beautiful, and you were like, "I don't know why that." Wait, what was, was it? it? It was um, another thing related to being in love. Uh, just the the faintest glimmer of the possibility of being in love instantly makes you gerrymander your entire past. I said this to you, and you were like, "Gerrymander." <laughs> I was I was washing dishes, and I didn't totally think about what you said. <laughs> yeah, gerrymander is a big problem. The Republicans are locked up, locked up all of Pennsylvania that but way. I still do have a hard time thinking about what that means. Mm. I think it, right, it's like you are you re- retroactively kind of remake your past ah, to accommodate yes. this being this incredible love of your life or everything was always built into this yes, moment. Yes, this absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I like it. Great. That's the verdict. <laughs> <laughs> Poems are nice. Yeah. I was thinking that that thing sounds like the kind of thing that people who've been with someone they've been in a relationship for a very long time with like say to each other about love you know when parents or old people like have to give up and give a speech about their partner or something like that but they've been married for a long time and they're like well you know it's complicated it's like this thing and there's a it's like a very beautiful metaphor and it's like really beautiful but then you're also like 
oh, is that like yeah. is that a good thing? Right, or like right. if it were simple, um, you would have just said it's a dance that only two people right, know exactly. between each other and no one else can ever see the dance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. An invisible dance. And then it's like and, and, the, and it kind of and sucks. The music talks. And it feels bad. Yeah. So and horrible. The club is really expensive. And then it's like yeah. and then it's like bad at the end they're like they're like and the music stopped playing and everyone's gone to bed but then they they kind of save it with they're like but i wouldn't i would ra- wouldn't rather be doing it with anybody but you <laughs> jessica and then you're like wow they really saved it at the end there <laughs> yeah. the invisible dance that sucks <laughs> that's kind of what marriage is like. funny. yeah have any of you ever have any of you ever written a poem for anyone Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I think so. <laughs> I haven't. You haven't. I don't think so. Wow. You know yes, you have, you're dude. A play, you're, you're a play creator or, or no. a play promoter at the children's museum, no, dude. and you haven't written a poem. You've written songs. <laughs> That's bad, man. You've that written should have been one of the first questions. That are about relationships. No, a song is not a poem. A, 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 a song, song is a poem, music. bro. A song has do with a poem. A poem in it. A song is a damn poem. Did you say in it? Yeah. 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 A song is a poem, poem in it. Song? <laughs> I don't think so. Tell me, tell me a single thing that a song and a poem have in common. I heard that Bob Dylan won the Poet Laureate of the Year right. for his song That's lyrics. Right. The Poet Lauren. Yep. Lauren. You, <laughs> you failed to mention that he has also written poetry. Oh. <laughs> Checkmate. I can't tell where the Raisin Nation stands on my opinion. <laughs> um, some backup. Yeah. A song is not a poem. A song is set to music, and a poem is not. Ian, a poem. I don't. I don't care about your academic quibbles. <laughs> I don't care about whatever, whatever, yes. whatever inter internecine battle between poets and musicians when you are f- waging when here. When Felipe's on the dance floor and his body's gyrating, <laughs> all the all that goes out the window. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> How come you never been moved to write someone a poem? I think I've, I've been moved to write other things. Bro, a, so- a damn song. Okay, I get it. A song's not a poem, but you've written songs for people. That had a poem in them. <laughs> now, now I'm reflecting and I'm thinking maybe I wrote a poem in like seventh grade uh, for someone I had a crush. Now I'm trying to think. You're not relenting. You're not pulling back no, on your no, opinion that a song is not a poem. But Julia gets it. Songs are more frivolous, huh? Yes. Huh? Be- uh, a, a symphony by Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Chuck Berry's Rock and Roll. <laughs> I agree. Yes, generally more frivolous than poetry than anything Mark Art, Mark uh, Leidner. Mark Leidner would write. What's that guy that writes the limericks? Um, he writes like really funny little poems. He's American. Fuck. Will knows. Real Will likes him. Whatever. Hmm. Whatever. Forget. No one Who fucking cares. cares. No. Raise your hand if you freaking care. No. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. You can lim lick limer lick my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You know what? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I can do that. I wrote a history rap for a history class in eleventh grade. Does that count? When I was in se- these are the comments. When I was in seventh grade, a teacher said songs are the same as poems, and it pissed me the fuck off. They shouldn't lie to you in school. Seth had a behavioral compliance problem in school. <laughs> 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 he, he wouldn't comply. <laughs> he got in trouble. I will not comply. In Am I being detained? <laughs> then I will not comply. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, dude, it's the same shit. Seth, I don't care what you say. I've written a poem to a girl before, Ian. And 
and let me tell work? you, it works. Okay, it works. Wait, yeah. didn't you write a poem every day? Towel. You dropped a poem yes. off every day yes. at a girl's doorstep. Well, what? My this is how I I got my first girlfriend. Whoa. Well, I sh- actually shouldn't have led with that. So what happened is I had a crush in high school, and every day, every night for like maybe three months, I wrote a poem and I biked that poem to her apartment and like slipped it under the door of her apartment. And this was like a total secret. I didn't tell anyone about this. And then like in the summertime, I was hanging out in a house with her and and a couple of other friends. And like in front of everybody, she was like, oh, Sam, have you been writing poems to me and like slipping them under my door? Like in the middle of like a hang. Absolutely no chill. Yes. And I was like, yes, I have been doing that. And it was like this horrible moment where this little secret that I thought I had between me and this other person, I was like, I wonder what she thinks. And I was getting so high off the idea of like slipping this person poems and her like wondering who it was and like building up what really was a fantasy in my my own head. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I I didn't sign them. What door was it? The door to her home? Yeah, she lived in an apartment building and I, Mm -hmm. I, I slipped in the door into like the entrance of the apartment and there was just three apartments. So I put her name on the envelope. Mm. So she got it. Um, and, uh, but then later she, we, we dated what and did I she lost ever my virginity you? to her. Did you ever wow. tell you what she thought about? Oh, so you were a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Cause you were a virgin. No. Wow. Yeah. That's virgin behavior. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy that she said that, but maybe she was like, I mean, it's sort of an overwhelming attention to receive from someone. I think so. Age, I think so. She was like, okay, maybe if I just say it in front of everyone, that'll sort of like let the intensity leak did, out. Did she ever explain how she felt about them? Uh, no, I don't think she ever did. She never said, by the way, that was nice. That was not nice. Oh, you know, I think we did talk about them. She was like, yeah, I liked some of them. What the heck? But it was like so unmemorable that I like. And also some days I would write my own poems and then some days I would write poems from the internet because I was like, mm. I'm kind of tired. I, I can't yeah. I can't write a good poem every day. So wow. I would like write. And wow. some of the poems were like really cheesy. I'd like Google like love poems and then i'd like huh. pick one that i liked and i'd huh. like transcribe it wow did she turn out to be the girl of the poems that you had written was every mm. bit as no we were yeah. turned out we were like really not for each other hmm. and also we didn't i didn't know what to, how to date someone in high school like sure. i didn't own a car or anything <laughs> right. like that so like or we, have any income <laughs> <laughs> have any income right so i didn't really know what to do like like we just like walked around yeah. places and we like would go to the mfa on wednesdays when it was free um, but that is nice. That's I remember enough. us doing that once, yeah. but other than that, it was like us hanging out in my dad's kitchen while he right. was like in his office, totally. like working, you know? Right. And then me being like, Hey, do you want to, um, have sex tonight? And she'd be like, I'm on my period. Mm. And then we would have sex. Yeah. Reasonable stuff. Yeah. But, that, but I was like, I don't care. I have a sex towel. <laughs> Even then, uh, call, call back, <laughs> alley oop. <laughs> wow, writing a poem. I think I made drawings for girls that I liked mm-hmm. in middle school. Yeah, that's cute. Do what you know. Yeah, yeah do what you know exactly. Mm-hmm. Can I say this on the podcast? Um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't. I don't think that person's listening. Um, Felipe, a new move that Felipe did was right as we were like we were seconds from tuning into the show. Uh, I saw he was on Hinge messaging a girl to tell her to listen to the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, is no, that you said that. Is that lame? <laughs> I don't know. We were having a nice conversation and. I don't know. Bro, you wonder why people don't text you back. No, I'm no, kidding. no. I was just, I was like, hey, if you're, because she told me she was like working all night or like working all day, and I was like, if you're at your office, and you want to listen to something, I do this live stream. And we is that get lame? To know me, and it might you be get to know me. Honestly, it might be That's lame. That's cool. But I didn't I think, think twice cool. about it. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, this is a cool move. I was like, whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe the person who deserves to be your girlfriend is gonna love that. Yeah. Exactly. Well, maybe. She'll That's a great it, point. The, the fact that she hates it will challenge you and mm-hmm. open you up, you know. Or, or it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess, right. <laughs> I, I didn't. I don't. It could be corny or stupid. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't reflect on it too much. I was like, I'm you just, just gonna acted. tell this person. Yeah, yeah yes. they can. They can see me. They can see me talking to my friends. You know. Yes. Yes, and I think you you come across as as charming and oh, capable on the podcast so yeah. i think this would be a great place in which to kind of audition yourself. i'm in my saw i'm in my bag yeah i'm in my damn bag <laughs> you're in a bag i'm inside of a hot bag with all my roommates all my friends <laughs> it is hot anyway yeah you ever have a you ever <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> nah, man. I don't. <laughs> what do you think would happen if Joe Biden came out and he said, bad news, everybody, the vaccines, they fuck you up big time. We really, uh, we really fumbled the ball. We, we, do, we got a conference tonight. Everybody needs to listen to this. Everybody's yeah. going to have crazy yeah. birth defects. Yeah, the first, the first guy to get a vaccine is turning into a monster right yeah. now. He's a mule. He's turned yeah. into a damn mule. He went, his face turned, his teeth became mule teeth, and then his hind legs started kicking, and he went, hee-haw. And that's what's going to happen to everyone who got Moderna. Yeah, I think Joe can handle that. You would know how to say that in some sort of like colloquial... In a way that would make America feel healed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way that would be like, oh, that's just like something my neighbor would say. Yeah. Like however he would say L- Listen, Jack, everybody's turning to a mule. Did you see that picture of him when he found two quarters on the ground? Yes. And then he, he showed them to the camera. That's an old one, right? That's old? I, I just saw it. New to me. Sir, don't bring old shit up like yeah. that, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I don't know if he would do that now. He's a little more reserved. Yeah, he's a little more presidential, but uh, we, yeah. I, that's the people's president. More comatose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, slowly turning into a snail, just his brain getting eaten up. You know those snails are snails underwater that they spend their whole life looking for a rock, and then when they find it, they, they're like, cool, this is my house for the rest of my life, and they eat their own brain. Whoa. No. Because they're like, I don't need my brain anymore, I found the rock. No. Yeah, huh. That's mm. true. Sounds like sounds like what I did when I married my first wife. <laughs> hey, you're tuning into New Jersey, Tri-State Area's 995 uh, radio show. I'm your host, <laughs> Sam Lanier. <laughs> <laughs> and if you drive down to Swanson's Tools and Accessories right now, you can get a great deal on new carburetors. So take advantage of that. What's up with the weather today? I turn over to my friend uh, Felipe Depoy. And it was good he didn't call on me because he knows I don't like to be put on the spot. <laughs> and and to be put on the spot uh, <laughs> today, uh, the person who 
The person who will be uh, li- listing off all the friends of hers that she uh, is uh, has kind of had a falling out with I'm and d- wants to stay not in a relationship with once COVID is over, uh, Sarah Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get to say what was the weather as my character. Oh, oh, and now, well, and back to the weather. Back to the weather. Uh, it's New Jersey radio. It's fucking raining. <laughs> it's fucking hot. It's going to be fucking hot. This is a white boy summer. Enjoy. Full circle. Yeah. 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 Good. With eight minutes to spare, we got back to the beginning. So now we get to go home early. Yeah. Now we get to kind of call recess, and and I'm and Sam's feet beautifully in the image. Yeah. Carly's making absolutely insane claims in the chat. She's claiming that her friend took the photo of Biden. No way. Quarters. No, your friend. Carly, you're absolutely you're tripping. You're absolutely tripping. Yeah. Wow, listen to this. So this is my friend, Nick, from college. I got Moderna and my twin got Pfizer. So whichever one of us has more fucked up kids, it's because of getting the worst vaccine. Wow, that's awesome that you guys are doing, running a little test like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope you write that up. And a little peer-reviewed journal. I get that peer-reviewed. My kid is an asshole, and my brother's kid is really cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I got Moderna. (laughs) Same. And same with our other twin friends here, Sabina. I'm a twin. Oh, you got you got to get your twin to get the is, yeah. One. yeah. Is, I got to get my twin to get it. Is everybody lying or does everybody have comorbidities? What's going on? Everybody's getting the vax. <laughs> yeah, uh, what are you guys doing? You're getting vaxxed. Yeah, my arm fell off and has a life of its own now. Cool. I like that. I love. I think it's so funny. Are people truly? upset when people get vaccinated if they shouldn't be like is that truly a thing because there was that guy who was making fun of people saying like i'm watching the vax lines i'm making sure oh there was a guy who was was he joking or was he serious he, he was he watching like, the vax uh, lines he changed his profile for that one day and then was saying that he was like a lady oh girl. sure sure i know but who you're the, talking about but yes. that seemed to be referencing like a sort of worldview where people are upset that like the wrong people are getting vaccinated or something i think is some people i think they're... some people at some point were I, I don't know about now i feel like people are more like i oh, just do what you gotta do maybe yeah. i'm wrong about that yeah. No, I've seen I've seen some I've seen some <laughs> some hate for vax liars. I think some people are like so trapped by their compulsion to follow the rules that it really pains them to see other people getting to get a little loose with it. And to those people, I say, you know, teach their own, right? Wait, well, Julia, yeah. you got shamed a little for question eligibility. Meanwhile, you're out here telling me they didn't ask you anything. Hmm. We heard last wow. night that somebody went and tried it's to get it because they have the BMI of 25 or above, and that the people were like, "No, you don't." And sent them away. Yeah, humiliating. Yeah, you're. They said you're too yeah, skinny. Yeah, you're skinny. You're too skinny. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a vax line volunteer and you're, you're power tripping. You're choosing that opportunity yeah. to power trip. Well, it just makes no sense because if someone has the, if someone has the appointment, you're gonna you're gonna kick them out and just that vax isn't gonna go to anybody. You're kind of your hands are kind of tied. My roommate, they I, must I, I told to someone before else. the podcast, my roommate got an extra vaccine just because he walked up to one of the volunteers and he lived around the corner and he said, "Hey." Can I give you my number and you'll text me? And he got a vax. Holy uh-huh. shit. That doesn't even work with girls. Yeah. Yeah. Now try a, 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 a employee of the state. Yeah, you go up to someone, hey, you're so beautiful. And I would really kick myself if I didn't ask you that if you have an extra vax. I would love to get it. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what would you say if you had to lie to get the vaccine? I'm the... Uh, <clears throat> ding, ding, ding. Next up to sign an appointment. Uh, I have ADHD. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sarah, yeah. Sarah just kind of rolled her eyes a little bit and like did a little a frazzled, a frazzled, yeah, acting kind of random. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm the guy that's sitting next to you in the pharmacy. Ding, ding, ding! Check out this video, Sam. Chet Hanks, <laughs> White Boy Summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, can someone get their bell away from that guy? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no, I'm you, putting it on a. Sir, I'm please give putting it on back. my dog, and now he's running wild around the CVS. <laughs> ding, sir, ding, 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 ding. Catch that dog, bro. My dog's mangy as hell, but I bring him into the CVS because I'm inseparable with him. <laughs> and those are the terms of my employment. <laughs> Yeah, I love when people. I love when I think service animals are great, but I love when people come into a business with their service animal and they're like really aggressive about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, the the other day my family was talking about service animals. My uncle did the classic. What's next? A service tiger? Yeah. I was like, oh. what are you gonna marry a tiger? Yeah, yeah. Next they're gonna marry tigers. A service goose. <laughs> and I and I. Funny little yeah. goose nipping at your ankles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, going. Ah. Ah. Um, you are, your parents ever make a joke? You're like, ah, oh, that joke's been made a bajillion fucking mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I I I told I was talking about being vegan, the family member and eating like vegan meat, and then they were like, now you know if you're like vegan, but you want to eat meat substitutes, like what's it's like you're supposed to be vegan, like why don't you just not eat that? Why don't you? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just eat meat? And it's like, oh, this point has How been made a million times yeah. before. And, and it's and yeah, to act like you're being funny. How about and I take you in the bathroom <laughs> and I waterboard you? <laughs> 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 yeah. And it's like, and it's like, and I don't even want to argue with you because it's it's like paper thin. The logic makes no sense. What's your it, point that totally. I shouldn't like the taste of meat because I'm vegan? Yes, right. It's, it's more tonal than anything. Totally, but he's made it. Be- but this person, I would made just be before. like, "Ah, oh, fuck! Oh shit! I just slit one of my wrists. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there's blood everywhere, and you just make a big scene. And yeah. That's how you get out of. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you get out of you a conversation try, like that. You try that. to kiss your family member on the lips <laughs> and turn yeah. it into something about that. Yeah, my parents are always making the joke of like whenever they get somebody's pronouns wrong, and I gently just say, "Just by the way, again, that person is, you know, whatever they are." Um, they're always like. Okay, he, she, they, we. What are we? What are what what what's me oh and your God. father? Oh, Nuclear we're, mode. We're yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so and they really make each other laugh doing that bit. And, and, uh, like, that's that's funny. I that like that's funny. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> I that. Um, Sabina and Anna, Alvaro is being very funny in the chat. Sabina yeah. says, "This is my service mosquito." <laughs> I, like, I like that. That's funny. It's quite funny. Um. Yeah, adults love just a couple jokes. They do. I, I was. This is not really related, but I was thinking service stuff. I was in an awkward position last night. I walked. We were hanging out. I walked home afterwards, and I got somebody came up to me who needed money for something, and I didn't have any money. But I was like, I'll just go into the bodega and get it from the ATM. And I went into the ATM, and the person was like, try. Was like, wanted me to get out like two hundred dollars or something. It was like trying to press the button for me to get out two hundred dollars. And I was like, okay, even if you press the button over my shoulder, I'm not gonna. I can't. We can't do this. Wait, wait, wait. Say um, that again. A guy <laughs> was trying to steal two hundred. What? He was trying to steal the money. He was just like, I said that I would get him some money, and then he came and he was kind of like, come on, come on, like to get the two hundred, get the two hundred. Oh, he was, was like, trying. To, he was trying to upsell no, you. Yes, he was trying to upsell me. I was like, I can give you twenty dollars, and he was wanted two hundred dollars. I can't. Damn. And so he was kind of like bothering me at that point, which is, I understand you're in a desperate situation. It's okay. But it was kind of crazy. And then the guy who was the bodega worker was like, 
who what's with this what's going on (laughs) he started getting upset and he was like i'm calling the cops on this guy lady i'm calling the cops and i was like no don't you're no one's calling stop and then i turned around to like look at the man who was like getting upset and he was just like like give me a big smile and a big wink and I was just, there was like too many weird social variables going that's, on at once that's very there's funny like, there's like a guy like winking and joking with me there's a man trying to get me to give him $200 and try to press the button over me and then there's someone yelling with the cops and I just couldn't figure out what to do and I like got to the end I almost got the money out and then I you know you get that screen that's like you owe a dollar to this bodega if you use the ATM is that okay and I clicked no by accident and I just started all over again just oh sucked. god yeah Oh, just went yeah. on and on and I don't know there's never a point to the story besides I just hate being in a social situation that's like overly complicated like that you're like I can only answer to one of these energies yeah. and like everyone's giving me multiple energies also at the same time it's too much a cop comes in and is like what's the matter here miss yeah. and they like take out a little coin they're like <laughs> they make the coin disappear <laughs> and then they like soft shoe back out of the bodega exactly. it's like a Funny. dream <laughs> well Man. there you have it that's the time tonight's reason Manorino. um such a pleasure having ian yeah it was a yeah. great time ian oh it's such a pleasure to be here get both my it was now. a lot of fun um i love you guys oh, i love you, I love you too, too. Ian. we didn't interview him about the movie but it's gonna come it's out you want to plug out. it ian yeah um so Edie wrote and stars in this movie that Say I helped her Edie direct. Who? Edie, Edie Modica, uh, who's my girlfriend, uh, wrote and starred in this movie that we're going to put out hopefully this month, um, depending on where it gets in and who's willing to put it out. So you want to say some Instagrams or something? The, yeah, the, Edie's Instagram, Duty Hole. You got to follow Duty Hole, obviously, if you're not following Duty Hole. I don't know what you're doing on the app. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and the movie's called Nicole, so look out for Nicole. And uh, my Instagram handle is Lauren Michaels. Sam's in Nicole. Sam's in the, in the last scene of Nicole, which he hasn't even seen. I haven't seen it. And Sarah also helped make around. it. Yeah. Yep. And Sarah produced it. I was a little helper. Sarah produced it and was also uh, continuity. That's right. Which, um, and Sarah's continuity in a lot of other situations, too. Mm-hmm. She, she helps everything make sense, make you know? long term. Yep. yep. Yeah, I remember, yeah. That, yeah, I won't say any more about it. I think the less I say, the better. Yeah. Keep them in mystery. Well, that's right. Um, Say our catchphrase. Uh, what's up? It's Chet Hanks at the Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah. That's our catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Awesome. All right, All right everybody. Raisin Man Arena.